I said I'm leaving my phone on my desk, even though I normally take it off in case it, like, vibrates or something. But I don't want to miss any of the Papa John's related news coming to me. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, and I will, like, if it vibrates during your set. Your set? Your section of talking, like, you can just mute it, which sucks, I know, and I'm very sorry about that. But if it vibrates during mine... It's not a big deal. You're just, you're just such a shill. I'm not a shill. They, they're giving me a free pizza. <laughs> and by that i mean a pizza that like i would have paid for if i could have but i fucked up and they aren't holding it against me because i'm such a good shill for them <laughs> all right aubrey so i figured out how this show got created <laughs> okay sorry go go yes how <laughs> what's up with you i was just thinking about the phone call again you know because <laughs> i because the further i get away from it the more i can hear myself and what i've said because like i forgot the second i hung up um but it's like slowly coming back and i said and i read about this quality guarantee thing like what the fuck like mm, i just stumbled upon it on the like it just happened no i thought that was great though because my biggest hurdle is saying so fix my problem for me when like you you avoided that by going and i heard about this thing and they like said to ask your pizza specialist about it i don't really know and you gave him the chance to be like oh well yes we can replace that pizza i was fully expecting him to be like you ordered like 70 minutes ago and i was gonna be like fair thank you for your pizza i'll order from you again some other time love you bye (laughs) I okay. I feel like for me, you're when I do dumb shit like that, you're allowed to laugh at me as long as you fix it. And like that's the that's the trade-off that we can have here. You can laugh at me whether you fix it or not. I'm a good little shell. Okay. <laughs> let's go. I'm 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 like flapping my hands because I'm sweating. And you were gonna say something and you had an intro and I'm very sorry for interrupting you with that. Oh, fuck, I don't even know what it was. You oh. say you know how the show got created? Yeah, I do. How did the show get created? It's basically somebody got bet that they couldn't make a show about sex that has the tone of the Great British Baking Show. (laughs) I love... I don't know what to say to that, but okay. Anyway, let's go. Alright, are you not going to say what you normally say? No, no, that was it this time. God damn it. Okay, anyways. uh... We're changing it up. Let's talk about the new people. Uh, I got none of their names. Lydia, who likes sex and feels no shame about that. Love her. Right? Um, there's Corey, part-time model, part-time selfie taker. Right. He's really hot. <laughs> like fully, like he like he has a beautiful I get why. Look, he's taken by Chloe, so. Yes. Um, and then Madison, a model and a stylist, and she's here for the men. I mean, good for her. That's what everybody was here for, except for the I men. Do, Although even some of them. Got- <laughs> I do like that they each got to say their name and then like, they're like, they're like fucking Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. The, we we got to meet them. We didn't see much of Madison besides the fact that she's a fucking hippie. 
Yeah, like her big plot point was, oh, she's going to get along with Jesus. And then just instantly, ah, Jesus is way too weird for her. Yeah, which is wild. I mean, we don't don't know her at all yet. She could very well be normal like a lot of these people actually are in spite of how they seemed in the first four seconds when they thought they were coming on to Sex House. Yeah. And then we got Lydia, who fully just wants to get fucked by David and, like, go off. I, I mean, also liked. Yeah, I liked her st- statement that she's just not very romantically interested in men. Like, what a fucking queen! I love her. I I feel like she's a perfect candidate for this weird show thing. Like I, we're we're seeing more and more now what they were sort of casting for, and I think they did a like. I think we're just gonna hit it. <laughs> fucking, I think Haley got kicked off because they realized that she wasn't like she was. Are you the one casting, not she too was, hot to handle you? casting? You yes. know, she had problems, but they were not the light and breezy. Let's too, not have too sex, much. but also not get that mad if you do kind of fun. She's just like straight up angry. mean girls and angry. Yeah, because even Francesca uh, has had her like, I don't know. She's emoting she her just for the so consistently now. And she's still kind of the villain of the house because she drops lines like, I'm obviously the prettiest and just sort of probably means it. But also, I think they all agree on that, though, is the thing. That's the wild part. Well, and moreover, it's just, I don't know. She obviously also likes these people, you know? Yes. Like, they are her friends, even if she's the villain one. Yes. Um, And I don't know. I love that. I hope that the show doesn't change Lydia because I've always had an issue with how slut shamey the show is. And we love people who are slutty and not shamey about it. We love it. We love that. I, I think the show in its actions does a good job of being sex positive while also trying to encourage, you know, a deeper connection or whatever. But whenever they try and explain that position, I feel like they do such a bad job that I just want them to stop talking about it and just yeah, that's, let it happen. Cause the show itself is good. Yeah. Let's just get Corey done with, cause we've got Lydia done with, we've got Madison done with Corey comes in, uh, fucking slam dunks on Bryce without even knowing what he's doing. <laughs> um, and starts flirting with Chloe. I do just love the constant checking in with Bryce that we do to be like, hey, Bryce, this is going bad for you. Oh, hey, Bryce, remember how you're like totally losing? Yeah, so do we. Oh, hey, Bryce. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, she broke up with him. And I love that he was like super chill with it because in his mind, you know, you know, if you let someone go and they come back, that's how you know it's love. And if they don't, you never have them at all. But he knows she's coming back. And that's what's so beautiful about this show, though, is that, like, it's just, I mean, I don't have to explain anything further about that. And it was such a nice scene. And, like, they both clearly, I don't know. It's just, it's so strange, but it's very positive, even though it's not all the time. Yeah, no, you right, you right. This was not what I was expecting from this show, Aubrey. I wasn't expecting them to try and push the wholesome angle, like, so hard and succeed, for the most part, with it. Like, they kicked off Haley because she was shitty. 
Yes! Yes! Also, well, let's talk about them kicking off Haley. The fu- first of all, the fact that they just forgot to tell us because they were more interested in other things is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, that was a, such a great setup for it that could have been corny, but instead was just legitimately funny. That they're being so shady to Haley, they're like, oh yeah, we would have told you that she left, but she was so unimportant, we saved it for now. Well, and then- I also just love the way, like, the editing. The editing is so fucking over the top with, like, the fucking echo. (laughs) And not even good echo effects, let's be clear. No. Oh, fuck. It was really funny. And the fact that Lana just fucking roasts Haley and then is like, peace, bitch. Oh. And it's bookended. So funny. So part of the reason why I feel like they held it, too, is that they rolled a bookend it so beautifully with Jesus leaving. Which is just opposite in every way, where when he says he's going, again, it was just this other sweet moment of, like, in spite of whatever, and as as much as we enjoy laughing at him sometimes, just everybody in the house, when he said he was going, just was so genuinely sad that their friend was not going to be there. Yeah, it's funny, because for as, like, weird, for as much as, like, he weirded us out in the beginning, he really was just so clearly so normal that he never got screen time. I'm not going to give him that. We saw his conversation with What's-Her-Face. I mean, uh, yeah, he's like a hippy-dippy whatever. But, like, he's, he's like, normal in that he's not, like, gross, is I guess what I'll say. Sure, if that's the standard of normal we're working with, then yeah. But, oh, like, yeah. he's an intensely he's not, weird he's not, dude. He's, normal in, he's not weird in some way that's, like, offensive or harmful, and that's all I'm asking. Please. Oh, no, especially after this, he'll have no problem finding somebody who saw him and was like, that's the guy. He's, yeah, Yeah. he'll be fine. I also like that his reason for leaving is, none of you are my type. And not physically, emotionally, yes. But, like, still, it was, no one was my type. Someone came, thought she might have been my type. She wasn't. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he was being entirely forthcoming. Like, he was obviously just felt a little alienated, not socially by the group, but just because he couldn't share in the experience in the same way, that he wasn't feeling tempted. Like, I don't know. It yeah. was it was a really interesting plot line and it was cool that they let it play out and just it really does have a very summer campy vibe to it. You're right, Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know. It feels more like we're watching a bunch of friends hanging out with like a side game going than it does a reality competition show. Yeah. Oh, so I want to back up again and talk about Bryce again, because that actually does involve one of my title lines. Okay. Which is just, um, shit chat and no bands. <laughs> I, okay, let's go some, through some Chloe stuff then, while we're here. Because I want a geezer. Is, what is that? Apparently so, this doesn't so, so, mean so. what I thought it did. No, geezer in US means an old man. Yeah. Geezer in, like, the UK, I'm not sure if it's, all like, England or the UK, you know. We won't guess. Um, means, What's- like, a dude. Like, sort of, like, he's, like, like a, a bar-going, like, loves football, their football. <laughs> when she I mean, was- Like, I'm not gonna call it soccer. We're talking about British slang. It feels right to use their word for shit. No, I was just thinking a couple episodes ago when she said he might be a geezer in disguise. I thought she was trying to say that he seems really cool, but he might be, like, no. fucking lame. 
When in no. reality, I like that she was saying the opposite, that she was saying he seems really lame, but who knows, maybe he's cool. <laughs> I love Chloe, because she, she so desperately <laughs> wanted to find something attractive in Bryce, and she couldn't, and oh, she tried. Yeah. I have... I appreciate at this point how, because I was willing to give her some flack for leading him on and not having this conversation sooner. But I so believe that she legitimately tried her hardest to like. I think she thought part of her growth might have been being able to look past being unattracted to Bryce before realizing that, like, oh no, that's just fine. Like, I'm allowed to not be attracted to him. And that. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, I mean, do you have anything else? Do you have any other Chloe quotes? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So. When the boat of new people was pulling up, Chloe's nobody tell the new guy that I'm really dumb was (laughs) fucking amazing. Oh, again, not a quote from me, but uh, in the same sort of line. When Chloe was talking about the reason why she finds Corey attractive, and one was that, like, he's stupid. Like, me, like, we're on the same intellectual level. Yep. He didn't know chivalrous meant. (laughs) Oh, I, Chloe's a TV treasure. Uh, I, I also oh. I gotta call oh. out the narrator for a great quote, which was yes. when Chloe and Corey were flirting. Is Corey doing a banter? <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Um, and honestly, same fucking emotion. Like, is this what banter is? <laughs> I to her, I guess. Does he have bants? Tell me. Look at all these sick bants they're doing. Oh man, that was a three sixty no bants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also talking about my love of Chloe, I would, I would legitimately, and I'm not even being like exaggerative. Like I normally am. I would straight up watch a TV show, like a Netflix TV show, whatever. That was just Chloe and Nicole, like doing a fucking morning show. Like just them talking was (laughs) fucking amazing. I all of these people at this point are such a joy to watch on TV. Yes. They're just not shitty. Well, okay, so I do still fucking hate Harry. I'll be honest. He- I feel like I'm being gaslit by the show. That's what I mean. Like, they keep trying to trick me, and it's just not gonna work. Because, alright, let's start- let, We're gonna come to the start of this episode now. Because I, I wrote Wait. down- What? I, I, I absolutely want to get on this hating Harry train, fully. I do need to just say one thing that is another title line suggestion that is one that he said, and it made me literally laugh out loud, and I just need to get that one bit of positivity out before we go into the negativity. Is that okay? Because I don't want to end on the positivity. Oh, because I'm sure it's excellent. Yes, which is we're saving ourselves for Christ. Oh, yes. Classic Jesus. Another good narrator line. (laughs) Yes! And then the other one, sort of in relation to that, that is my very last title suggestion, was just after that night, is they're definitely gonna fuck. (laughs) <laughs> like I mean, what a yeah. good title for this episode for this full fucking show but yes let's talk about this show okay so harry yeah he seems like a nice enough guy but jesus christ come on uh you're so lucky when yes. he agrees to date francesca yep uh what about his three rules you give me 110 percent giving me everything you no, know, he doesn't say anything about what he's going to give. No, I'm saying what's implied. I, I'm, I don't even need to go there is my thing. He just Fair spells enough. it out. I have rules for you. Let's date. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? 
Because you're the one who messed up. You communicate with me, rule number two. Rule number three, only rule that was worth being a rule was that he doesn't want to break the rules, which like, wow, dude. <laughs> like, obviously you're full of shit. But if you weren't, sure, whatever. But, I mean, we all watched the episode. Yeah. yeah. He was, I, once again, not sorry at all. Not even no. a little bit. No. Francesca was sorry. She looked like she actually felt bad. Like, you I, could, like, she, she no regrets, but she at least looked guilty over it. I just, I don't, I don't get how we get an apology from Francesca to Harry for hanging out with Kells for, like, literally a day. And we get nothing when Harry lied about, like, got Francesca to kiss him, then told everyone that Francesca made him kiss her, and then not only did he just lie and let it, like, get out of hand, he then took time away from after lying to continue to perpetuate it, to make her look worse. And he never apologized. It's just all about Harry. and. Again, it's not like he's the worst person in the world. By are you the no. one standard? He's a fucking saint. But is is that the standard? I just, I just wish, like, literally, I could be okay with this whole show if there was, if he just had the fucking decency to apologize once. I, I was real. I was honestly rooting for him in that moment to. Like I was even take some responsibility. I was not even that, but just to like, even if a stupid, shitty rules were like, you give me a hundred and ten percent, and I'm gonna give you a hundred and ten percent, and you have to communicate with me, and I, because they're like things they're both shitty at, but he just made a list of things he's shitty at too that she's also kind of not great at, but apparently way better than him, because she at least had a single moment of emotional availability to him. Fuck, I don't know. And they got a green light for that. The th- again, I, they should have lit up fucking Francesca's and not Harry's. Which would have been, been mean to Francesca, hysterical. but like, she earned it. He fucking didn't. He just made rules that he's not even thinking about What if they just lost $1,500? Oh, that would, that like, would be fair. Francesca wasn't breaking that the rules. Harry fair. was, though. That would have been fair. I love it. Oh, I'm we'll for it. it for I season two. It. We can start getting nuanced like that. Um, also, Kells is like super upset about it and is like, I'm not upset, which is like, <laughs> it's fine to be upset. Yeah. Like you liked Francesca. She didn't like, like, that's fine. I don't get why people feel the need to lie about shit like that, especially when it's not like he's talking to someone like and he's talking to the fucking camera. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. I agree, but it's also just so what I've come to expect from Kells. It would be weird if he didn't deny that I, he Kells, cared. Yeah, this, I liked Kells a lot at the beginning, and I really just, it's not even that I dislike him, it's just every time he comes on screen, I'm like, no thank you, because he's just exhausting, because he has one mood, and it's being annoyed at everyone else for not being as good as he is. I mean, to be fair though, he's been remarkably consistent, which I always appreciate. That's the thing. It's like, if he ever stepped out of line, I'm ready to fucking go for him. But he hasn't. So. I don't know. I guess my, my, I guess my thought is, I'm annoyed that he's a one-note character who we get to see because his one-note is negative. Whereas, like, Nicole is a one-note character who we don't get to see because she's positive. 
And that's what annoys me. Like, I would much rather spend... I would much rather that if every scene we spent on Kells, we instead spent on Nicole. You that don't would know be that. dope for me. You don't know Nicole. She seems like a fucking laugh. I mean, I agree, but so did Kells. And you don't like him now. No, he didn't. He seemed hot. That was the only reason <laughs> I liked him. Fair Let's enough. be clear. Uh, oh, so, I mean, well, we kind of alluded to it, but Francesca and Harry end up getting a private room. Because neither of them try to fuck any of the new people after knowing them for six hours. Like, this show is so good, but at times, it just really isn't, you know? Well, and that's what's sort of fun, too, is the show isn't even pretending to be working for them. It's like, all right, they're doing good, now let's fucking test them. Yes. So, I mean, you know they're gonna fail. Oh yeah, you know she gotta do it to them. Uh, X gonna give it to you what? X gonna give it to you. What? Um, Yeah, so, I mean, let's talk about... The fact that they were, I mean, we don't know how long it actually was until they fucked, but they made it seem like it was 15 seconds. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Probably wasn't much longer than that, but also doesn't really matter, does it? It was a 20k fuck. That was a expensive bang, as the kids say. And also, something I only considered when this came up and I saw everybody sitting down is that with the new people here, they're all getting less money again. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. That's the, I was like, why is Kel's upset that Matthew's leaving? Because he clearly cares so much about this money, and Matthew leaving does give him more money. I will say that much. Well, I think it's because Kel's isn't a total asshole. Like, he's not all. He's not going to celebrate somebody he enjoys being around, and who, frankly, is one of the only people who hasn't been a sexual problem as he sees it. When, <laughs> yeah, when he likes it, anyways. When at least when he know. bitches about everybody else losing him money, they did actually at least do something against the like wrong measurably wrong in this particular case oh so so let's talk about the fact that fucking costs 20k flat like they don't break it into what you're doing anymore like once you get to fucking it's just 20k flat i mean that sounds pretty fair it would be oh i agree it would just be impossible to like count every well it would be possible but it i don't just be petty honestly (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that also people were like 20k is too much but 15k is is fine would have been fine i I like that there's the possibility they just run out of money soon and it becomes Sex Island with no consequences. Yeah, I mean, they only have like two more episodes left. I know that, but... Maybe they don't get to the end of the month. Maybe they run out of money. This could be like their third cast and the first two all just... Everyone fucked on the first day and they instantly lost all of the money and they canceled it. And then they tried again and it happened again. And then this is the first one where they didn't just instantly lose it. That's real. That's a great thought. I mean, it seems um, super possible, though, doesn't it? That especially it does. you just get like one person who doesn't. They take also it just seriously. have so many people in reserves. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, that too. Like you, they. I feel like they knew that they were going to need a lot of people just in case. <laughs> I considering the fact that they are trying to keep it overall, it feels like sort of positive that they were going to be ready to have to remove people because it, they didn't make it seem like, I don't know. Haley was just so unceremoniously kicked off. I don't know. I don't know what to think, but it was great. Uh, do we, I mean, I, the only thing I can think to talk about is David sleep talking and that it was cute. Oh, so fucking funny. Oh my God. Him, him having a, a dream about self 
improvement or whatever the fuck it was. Emotional. (laughs) I can't even remember. And the talking so clearly in his sleep is fucking comedy gold. It's it honestly looked like he was doing one of the confessionals in his sleep and like being on (gasps) both sides of it. Because he was doing those sort of gestures and like asking questions. Towards the camera. Yeah, and yeah, and he was—he he had that. I don't know. He was just very performative with it, and it could have just been because he was dreaming. But it felt like he was answering in an interviewer in his dreams or something, because he was proud I, I, of his growth being and where awoken it was going. by that. Though, <laughs> that's great. I would love that. I would love. I would be like, please do whatever you did last night, and let's see if we can make it a consistent thing. <laughs> that I just get a two a.m. show of you talking in your dreams. Yes, please. It was very cute, very funny. I honestly, my if I was in the room and heard that, my first reaction, I feel like waking up would have been like, seriously, like why the fuck are they interviewing him here? (laughs) Same. Um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I only have one more thing to really say about this whole fucking episode. What do you got? Oh no, I have a quick one because I feel like yours is going to be a better pin than mine. It's been bothering okay. me, and I've been forgetting to bring it up. But the the holes that were drilled around the base of Lana, you can see on the close-ups that they didn't sand it down, and they're all like the rough plastic edges and the burrs from it. And I, I don't get that. I it would have been so easy looked. to do. I literally have not looked. If they went all that way to make it look nice, to just not finish it with a little sanding or just even an exacto knife and like trim that down a little bit it seems weird to me that's all <laughs> i haven't noticed um i love i love that i have commented on girls hairs and nails and you've commented on the burrs and like leftover bits on lana's drilled holes and i love <laughs> that that's who we are and it is like so very deeply who we are. Lana's a babe. <laughs> Lana's a babe. All right. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I thought we should mention is that the episode ends with Corey and Chloe kissing. Oh, fuck. And I maybe forgot doing about more that. Pressure? I yeah. mean, because it would like happen in like the last three seconds, but whatever. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if Corey pretends to play the game or if he's just going to try and fuck L- Chloe and then be done. I get the feeling that everybody's going to basically come in like Bryce, which is fuck the rules. I want to have fun. Sexy people, sexy people. And then they're either going to sort of get shut down and start just fitting in or yeah. they're going to on day one run into Chloe, who at this point is just so desperate to fuck someone hot. And Shit. and not to fucking Eve Chloe in this situation, but sort of fucking do that. Yeah. I'm staying with the Jesus thing. I think I'm done. Yeah, no, I'm done. I even forgot about that last one. How's your pizza? Where's that at? It's not here yet, but they they didn't send another email confirmation because it's not like I'm paying for it. So and I'm sure I'm on like the very bottom of their delivery list. So I'm not like I'm hoping it gets here before four is my sort of opinion. Fair enough. All right, we'll check in with that next time. All right. Peace. (laughs) Bye.